We are back with another episode of Lost in the Shuffle. I am so excited today because we are talking gambling. We got wild card weekend today and we got my new friend, Trell. What's up, Trell? What's up, man? How's it going? Good, man. I'm so happy to have you. I found you on TikTok. You do a lot of sports betting stuff, gambling, Twitter, Instagram. So I thought you'd be a great uh, uh, co-host to come on and we could talk some some uh, football. We got wild card weekend coming up. Yeah, I'm happy to be on here, man. I'm, I'm excited for wild card weekend. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a big weekend, big betting weekend at that. I'm it excited. is. And we're going to take the house down. Right. We want every dollar. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I saw. I saw someone commented on your stuff. Uh, what people don't realize, it's not us against each other. Like when people come on your account, they're like, you suck, you're 0-2. And it's like, dude, it's we're not against each other. It's us against them, you know? Right. And I, I have a pretty significant like win percentage. So I, I don't really mind. You know what I'm saying? It's TikTok. They're going to come. They're going to be mad if a pick loses. It's, it's okay. We move on. Right. Short memory. Right. That's how it works when you're when you're doing this kind of stuff. So um, let's go. Uh, we'll just get right into it. We'll go in order. First little nugget that I have here. Underdogs are 15 and three on wildcard weekend since 2017. And they were four and two last season. Are we are we are we in for some upsets this weekend or what? I think we're in for one upset for sure. Yes, I, think I have one upset on the board for sure. A lot of people aren't going to like it, but I think that there's one good upset on there. That I absolutely love. And what people don't realize is these games are a lot closer than you think. You know, I put out a video and they're like, you picked all favorites. I'm like, these games could go either way. Most of them, at least. You could have a, a 15 point favorite that loses all right. I mean, look at the Colts and the line to, to, to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So like nothing's ever guaranteed. These guys are all professional athletes. Any given Sunday, someone could lose. Exactly. So we got first game Raiders versus the Bengals. We got Bengals minus five and a half. Some little nuggets I have here on this game. Joe Burrow has been sacked 51 times this season. The Bengals O-line is not very great. And if the Raiders want to take advantage, in my opinion, they need to apply pressure and pressure early. Last time these two have played, it was a three-point game in the fourth quarter with five minutes left. It got out of hand a little bit after that, but it was a close game the entire game. So um, what do we have here for this Raiders-Bengals game, Troll? This is my upset game. I'm taking Raiders plus the five and a half, the six significant line movement from six and a half down to five and a half, a whole point down from the what the original opening line was. What I think about this Raiders team is they face so much adversity this year. You have Henry Ruggs, uh, Axon, you got Gruden getting fired. You've got the cornerback getting arrested. Derek Carr has been through a lot this year, and it's a miracle that he's even here to begin with. He's pretty much exceeded expectations that the Raiders had after going through so much. But I just see him as a really good quarterback, a really electric quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow is coming. He he's coming into this game. He's not he's not seasoned enough. Derek Carr has been in the league for years and years. I think this is going to be the Burrow made it to the playoffs. Both their first playoff game. Yeah, but Burrow makes it loses right because he, he he's not as seasoned as Carr is. You know of what I'm course. saying? Yeah, Derek Carr has been he's been in here just a little bit longer. So I think he makes it. Derek Carr wins his playoff game. Burrow just goes down with a loss, but hey, at least he got the Bengals to the playoffs, and then you just revamp and you make it further the next year. I see the Raiders upsetting the Bengals here. Raiders plus five and a half, also some sprinkles on the money line there. 
Beautiful. I am also taking Raiders plus the five and a half as well. Um, the last thing I said, it was uh, it was a three point game in the fourth quarter with five minutes left last time they played. I think it is going to be a very close game. Like you said, could even be an upset. So if I'm going to get five and a half outside of a field goal, I will take the Raiders with that as well, especially that uh, D line with the Raiders and how uh, 51 times uh, Burrow has been sacked this year. That O line is not very good. Raiders have a very good defensive line. Max Crosby, I think is going to cause some havoc during this game. Real havoc, real havoc. It's going to be, it's going to be crazy. The game's going to be electric. Yes. And then again, yes, both quarterbacks' first playoff game. So what I was thinking is maybe, I mean, Burrow's got big game experience. Though. I mean, he wins a national championship game. He knows what it's like to play in a big game. So I do have some confidence with him. Um, and then again, like you said, with Derek Carr, is a little bit more seasoned as well. So I think it'll be a good matchup. National championship, NFL playoffs, they're, they're very different stages, though. Very, very, very different. True, true, true. But I still think that is a huge game. So, but me and you're on the same side. We're both taking Raiders plus five and a half. Yes, sir. Next, we got Patriots versus Bills. We got uh, Bills minus four and a half right now. The temperature for this game is going to be zero to five degrees with winds up to 14 miles an hour. The Bills um, have held their opponents. Well, actually, go ahead. Let me let me know what you think of this game. My my heavy lean is and it's gonna it's my best bet is Bills Patriots under 44. 44. That was my best bet as well. I have it in italics. And for the tell tell me your reasons why. Under 44, um, the Bills defense typically can hold opponents down to like lower point totals. Then you have Bill Belichick in cold weather. We seen what they did last time in cold weather. Mac Jones threw just a couple passes ground and pound and if the bills does don't let them you know just break off huge runs they're going to keep their points a little low i don't see josh allen the bills putting up 30 40 points just because of the weather they're going to want to try to both teams are going to want to keep this game on the ground it's going to be the bat, a battle in the trenches i don't see this game scoring 44 at all i don't know if they even get close to it i am with you trell i have that as my one of my best bets the bills have held opponents to a league low 17 points per game the Patriots rank second by allowing 17.8 uh, points per game. So both teams, league low and number two, lowest uh, holding opponents to a lowest point total at 17 points. Also, Josh Allen has a 57 completion percentage in eight games against New England. And typically he sits around 64, 65. So significantly lower in his past completions. Also, the under is four and one in the last five meetings between these two in Buffalo. So for all those reasons, Trell, I think we are hammering that under. Hammering. Best bet. That is what I'm hammering. That is that is my most confident bet this week for the yes. for NFL wild for, for wildcard weekend. That's funny. We had the same one. I like that. <laughs> so yeah, for all those reasons, uh guys look to uh under 44 for that Patriots Bills game. Next up, um, well, Trout, where do you live at? I live in Indiana. You live in Indiana. Okay. I just moved to uh, Philly. So this next game, um, there's a, a lot of people are loving the Eagles around here. There's a lot of Eagle pride. So we got Eagles versus Bucks, and the Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite right now. Uh, tell me what you think about this game. I have two leans on this game. I'm leaning Eagles plus eight and a half, but I'm also heavily leaning under 45 and a half. Tom Brady is without some of his best weapons at receiver. 
He's going to have to throw little check downs and little screens and try to move the ball downfield one step at a time. And we all know how Jalen Hurts moves the ball downfield. They're not huge shot plays. They're typically, he's taking off with the ball, he's handing it off, or they're throwing, like I said, little, little passes, little check down passes. These passes are five yards and less. These drives are going to be very long and they're going to be very like drawn out, like methodically. They might get down there, stall out. Here comes a field goal. I think that this game stays under 45 and a half, especially with no AB, no Godwin. Tom Brady's going to have a tough time trying to score points in bunches. Mm-hmm. I have, um, I am taking uh, Eagles plus eight and a half. I am taking them uh, eight and a half. Bucks rank first in total offensive uh, DVOA. They score 30 points or more 10 different times this season. But to your point, they are missing a lot of pieces on offense right now. So I don't think they're going to score that 30 or more. I don't think it's going to be one of those games. Bucks defense ranks 12th against the run. And they are facing the number one rushing defense in the Eagles. So they are mid middle of the pack uh, defensive rushing team. And then you got the number one uh, rushing offense averaging 159 yards per game. And the Bucks are 0-5 against the spread in their last five wildcard games. I know Brady's only been there for two years, but I still like that. I will take the Eagles plus eight and a half. And then Trell, you got that under, what is it at? 45? Yeah, 45 and a hook. Yep. I like both Eagles plus the points and the under just because Tom Brady is literally missing like his key weapons that he won the Super Bowl with. Yes. Okay. Um, how do you, how do you think uh, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to play? I think Jalen Hurts could come out with some jitters. I don't think the first half, I think the first half is going to be almost torture for him. Then I think the second half, they calm him down. And then this game is like a back and forth, back and forth punches. I think the defense holds them up in the first half. Then the second half, the offense really comes out to play because their quarterback hasn't really been on that big of a stage much. So now he's been second half. All the nervousness is out. He's ready to go. Eagles also haven't beat a team in the playoffs. They have beat a bunch of nobodies this season. Yeah, that's true. But I think that they can, I think they can come up. I think they can play well this game. I mean, it's the playoffs. Like anything could happen. These teams are all in the playoffs for a reason. Right. They could upset the Bucs just as much as the Bucs could beat them by 30, you know? Well, let's just keep it between uh, eight and a half. That's all I'm looking for. Then we got 49ers versus Cowboys. Cowboys are three point favorites. Trell, what does this game look like? Where this game is in Dallas. This game's in Dallas. Two very high-octane offenses. Obviously, it's in Dallas. Warm weather. I like the over 50 and a half. I know how good Dallas defense is. I know all the weapons they have on that defense, but they still allow a lot of points to be put up on them. Look what the Cardinals did to them. A banged-up Cardinals team. Look what they did to them. But I still don't think Jimmy G gets it done in Jerry's house. I'm thinking Cowboys minus three. I'm also going to sprinkle on the over 50 and a half in this game. Cause I think both teams can put up points in bunches. Even if you just watch that last 49ers drive against the Rams, you, that, that told you all, that tells you all you need to know about their offense. It's very, it's very high octane. Jimmy G can really sling it. Debo Samuel out there. Anything can happen when he touch when the ball touches his hands, he can make plays. So I like the Cowboys minus three. And I also like the over in that game. I am picking this as one of the upsets. I am taking uh, 49ers money line. I love the money line on this one. I think the Cowgirls are going to be outmatched for these reasons. 49ers defense, top 10 in pass and in run defense. 49ers allowing 
310 yards per game this season. That's the third best in the NFL. Very good defensively. Cowboys tied for second in the NFL with the most passing yards. So Cowboys can move the ball through the air. 49ers. 127 rushing yards per game. They're seventh in the NFL against Dallas, who's giving up 112 rushing yards per game. So they're 16th in the NFL, middle of the pack. I do like that over as well, Trell. I think there are going to be a lot of points in this game. There should be, even though they are two good defenses. If Jimmy G, the right Jimmy G shows up and um, they use Debo Samuel uh, as distractions and kind of facilitating the ball to other players as well, I think the 49ers can, um, can, can get hot and I think they can win this game outright and bounce, bounce the Cowboys. Hey, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good one. It's going to be a barn burner for sure. It's going to be an instant classic. It's going to be all eyes on this game because it's going to be very high scoring. It's going to be very exciting, very, a lot of over-the-top plays. Do you so, think uh, you think Trey Lance comes in at any point during this game? I think he comes in, in a couple wildcat situations close to the goal line. I do. Yeah. So would you find any value on anytime touchdowns for um, for Trey Lance? Because um, that's I what I was thinking. You wanted to sprinkle a bit, maybe maybe half a unit on it, maybe just 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 because like they might throw him in a wild card situation and they might be like. No, this is we need to win this game. We need to, so we're just gonna let Jimmy G handle it. I do see that in the red in the red zone or a goal line as well. So mm-hmm. I was thinking that too. I haven't looked at props yet because I wanted to do this first, but um, looking towards props, I'm gonna see kind of there might be some value there. Uh, who do you trust more? Do you trust Dak? Do you trust Dak? And I know Jimmy G is very inconsistent, uh, but who do you trust more as as a quarter in the quarterback position? The thing is, like Dak, uh, he's so inconsistent. He can't be trusted, but what what who I do trust is that when he throws the ball out there, C. Lamb, he's gonna go get it. Mark Cooper, he's gonna go get it. Cedric Wilson was huge last game. They're gonna go get the ball. Dak can make some horrible throws, bad decisions. He has weapons out there that's really gonna grab that ball. Jimmy G is the better QB in this matchup. Dak just got a better foundation built around him. But Jimmy G is gonna he wins the QB matchup, not by a lot, but he does win. He is, I think he. He can be trusted a little bit more than Dak can in this in this situation. Dak hasn't shown me much. He's shown me a couple a couple good games against a couple trash teams, but that's about it. Right. And then when he plays good teams, uh, the offense can't seem to get going, and it, and it falls on the defense to try to keep points off the board to keep them in the game. So, Trell, you are on Cowboys minus three. I got 49ers. I could either take the points, but I'm going straight to the money line. And we both like the over for this as well. Mm-hmm. So we got that game. I want to ask you a question here before we move on to uh, the other two games. Which quarterback in the wild card has the most pressure on him? Um, I'm thinking that it's going to be – I have, I have three options here. I have Josh Allen, I have Dak, I have Stafford. I think Stafford expectations were very high to begin with. A very good Rams team put together with the addition – a Von Miller, OBJ, that defense is stacked. Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. The picks they gave up. Mm-hmm. And the picks, everything that they gave up to build to build the foundation of that team, to bring in all that star power. Cooper Cup has had a legendary season. It's going to be on Stafford to get him the ball, to get OBJ the ball, to really get these guys involved because the Rams should be a powerhouse. The Rams should probably legit be a Super Bowl favorite, but then they – they blow games. They are they're up big. They blow the game to the 49ers. Um, Stafford throws a pick a game. Like he throws an interception every single game, it seems like. So um, I think there's a lot of pressure on him because um, then what did they get him for? Jared Goff did the same thing last season. So there's going to be a lot of pressure on Stafford today. 
Um, Josh Allen, obviously the Bills had very, very, very high hopes this season. He almost let the season slip away. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But they got they kind of got it back on the rails. And Josh Allen's gonna have a, a ton ton of pressure to go and beat Belichick at, at their own house. And uh, Burrow, like I said, he's had a Cinderella season. No, everyone thought the Bengals weren't even going to get close to the playoffs this year. Uh, the breakout of Jamar Chase, how huge he's been uh, as a, just, just a, just a great weapon, better than most receivers in the league, arguably the rookie of the year. Um, so Burrow's going to have a lot of pressure. Um, those are the, those are the three that I think, have a lot of pressure on their backs right now to mm. win the wild card game. I have uh, two of them. And the first one is Matt Stafford. Matthew Stafford, 0-3 in the playoffs. Everyone, his legacy, oh, he was always on a shitty team. Now he has a very, like you said, a very strong very capable team. So what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And it's going to come over to those turnovers, right? Before last game, he had six turnovers in the last three games. And then last game, he threw two picks. So if he can limit turnovers, uh, I think he's going to be okay. But I think all the pressure is on him. Like you said, for what the Rams went out and got the, the picks they gave up, they're all in on this. So I think there's a lot of pressure on Stafford, but with his legacy on the line, I think he steps up in this game. I think he limits the amount of turnovers. He gets smart with the ball and, um, I think he, yeah, he kind of comes through here. The other one I would say would be Dak, uh, Cowboys as well. Feels mm-hmm. like everything is, is right for them, right? Most everybody is healthy. Dak is healthy. Defense playing good. You got Micah Parsons. You got uh, Trayvon Diggs on the defense kind of doing their thing. So you really don't have any excuses this year. And it's kind of everything is going the way that you said you needed in order for you to kind of uh, get over that hump. So I think those are the two quarterbacks who have the most pressure on them this weekend. The only thing that I would say about Dak is that the Cowboys, when you when I, when we talk Cowboys, we're speaking on their defense. We think that that's the monumental, the best part of that team. Dak came back from injury. All he has, he has all those weapons. But as a quarterback, I don't think he'd be able to survive without a C.D. Lamb, a Cedric Wilson. I mean, of course, Gallup went down, but like without a Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper, he has every weapon imaginable to him, and he still couldn't put up high numbers in, in a lot of games he put up high numbers in against you know teams that aren't very good and even the defense helped him with that scoring a couple of defensive touchdowns yeah so i just think that it's more on the receivers and elliott and pollard he just has so many weapons like yeah it doesn't have to be an amazing quarterback he has to be average with amazing weapons yeah dalton schultz has stepped up a lot as well and mm-hmm. um yeah so that is uh, the pressure standpoint. And now let's take a look at this shit fest. The Steelers versus the Chiefs. We got Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Trell, did you see uh, Ben Roethlisberger at the podium say, yeah, we're probably a 20-point underdogs. Uh, yeah, I mean, we really don't have a chance. But we'll go out there. We're going to have some fun. I did. It was honestly disheartening <laughs> to me. It was like, it was like sad. I'm like, this is, if this is going to be your last season and you're going to go and you're going to go out like that, like this is – this is trash. Like, like, what is this big Ben? What does this say to your teammates? What are you saying in the locker room? Right. You're like, get the team morale because the, the Steelers have a good team. The quarterback is just old. That, mm. That's that. So I'm just like, uh, that, that's just, that just doesn't set the tone. But when we're talking about the spread, 12 and a half is a lot of points. Now I know a lot of people that laid those exact points that 10 and a half or 11 against the Broncos and the Broncos uh, pretty much almost beat the chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously Patrick Mahomes comes to play in the playoffs. I think the Steelers aren't like big Ben from his interview. They aren't really playing with anything to lose. I don't see them playing conservatively at all. 
I think they might even keep this game slightly close. I don't think the Chiefs covered 12 and a half today. I don't think the Chiefs covered 12 and a half on wild card weekend. I think they do cover something around the 10 area. I think the Steelers might just sneak in to cover the spread in this game. Mm-hmm. And I can't get a total or I can't get a, a read on the over under, but I am going to use this uh, in a teaser. I'm going to achieve, tease the Chiefs down to under a touchdown. So we'll get them at six and a half. And then I'll probably use that uh, in the Eagles game and then tease the Eagles up. Um, and that's kind of probably going to be my play for this just because 12 and a half, ugh, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not willing to bet it on the Steelers or to bet it on the Chiefs, but Right now, they're at a 24, 24% chance to win the Chiefs uh, due to ESPN FPI. 14-mile-per-hour wins. I think B- Big Ben's going to be kind of screwed if he's throwing the ball. Week 16, they played Chiefs 36, Steelers 10. I think it's just going to be a lot of the same thing we already saw. Get this. So Steelers, Steelers have minus 121-point differential in the first three quarters this season. That is 28th in the NFL, minus 121 point differential in the first three quarters. In the fourth quarter, they're plus 66 point differential, which is third in the NFL. So they don't come to play until the fourth quarter. And when the fourth quarter comes, they turn it on. And you know where that big, you know where that came from, that Vikings game where they turned it on and came all the way back. Yeah, I think that that's why I'm looking at a backdoor cover. The Chiefs are going to be trying to play conservative. Oh, okay. We'll go three now. We'll punt. The Steelers are going to try. The Steelers are going to try to pound the ball in, and a backdoor cover could come in. The Chiefs kneel it out, and the backdoor cover hits. And for those reasons too, like you said, the fourth quarter. I mean, they're third in the NFL when it comes to point differential, so they do put up points in the fourth quarter. Points in bunches at that. I've seen yeah. them quarter a couple times. And finally, for I think this might be one of the most exciting games of the weekend. It's going to be Monday night. We got Cardinals and Rams, and right now the Rams are minus three and a half point favorites. Trell, what does this game look like? This game looks like Kyler Murray and the Cardinals ran out of gas when they lost that when they when they lost that win streak. It looks like Matt Stafford. I mean, Matt Stafford needs to do everything in his power to crush the Cardinals. I see a, I, I see them winning by at least a touchdown. Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins and obviously Watt is uh he's still he's still a little questionable. Even if he does come back, he's not hundred percent yet. So that defense takes a huge hit. I know Card Card's defense is still pretty good, but I can see the Rams. Sean McVay is going to sharpen them up to the to to a very very high point. I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. I don't. I don't see them dropping this into the Cardinals. They just beat the Cardinals just a few just a few weeks ago, so I can see them winning this by a touchdown. I have the Rams as well. Um, I will cover. I will take the uh, the three and a half. I'll do over a, a field goal. It's Kyler Murray's first playoff game. Stafford's been here three times. He's zero and three. Um, Kyler Murray. He's going to give you that uh, additional dimension where he can rush if his passing isn't there. Stafford doesn't have that, um, so I think that's going to be big for the Cardinals. Um, after, yeah, I said, I already said that after what the Rams have done already, like they're all in, I think, like you said, they're going to sharpen up their, their offense defense. And, um, I think, yeah, the Cardinals just run out of gas here and not having D hop is going to be huge if you're in the playoffs. Yeah. And then obviously McVay knows about Kyler. Everyone knows about Kyler. He's going to neutralize. He's going to bring Von Miller off one side, probably Aaron Donald right off the other. Good luck trying to, trying to break that outside containment. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough night for Kyler. So we're both on Rams three and a half as well, right? 
Yep. Okay. All right. So that's all the games that we've covered. Was there anything else, anything else we should look for uh, this uh, wildcard weekend? Um, not exactly. Just look for the bills to um, punch the Patriots in the, in the nose. Um, <laughs> Josh Allen is going to come to play Mac Jones, isn't it? <laughs> um, I really want the Raiders to get this W. Yeah. All right. That's what I got. All right, Trell, tell everybody where they can uh, follow you at uh, all your handles and, um, and uh, what kind of uh, platforms you're on. All my handles, uh, Trell J Sports. Um, on TikTok, you can find me at Trell J underscore sports. On Twitter, you can find me at Trell J Sports. On Instagram, you can find me at Trell J underscore sports. And if you want to see my action, like everything like that, I, I recently got on Action Network to track everything at Trell J Sports. So when you search up Trell J Sports, I'm sure you'll see me, um, a little cartoon picture of me. So um, that's where you can find me out on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok. Uh, if you need, if you have, if you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. I pretty much look through all my DMs on a daily. So yeah. And Troy, you have a newsletter as well. Is that right? A newsletter? Yeah. Do you? Did I see that or no? They sign mm-hmm. up for no. Oh no, I don't have a newsletter. I do have a, a link where you could sign up for an email list. An email I'll, list. I'll email. I'll email my picks out to you guys, like people who aren't on social media on the daily to keep on checking up. I'll just email it out to whoever's on that email list. So they at least have the picks. Okay. And what do you, uh, what are you most confident? Cause I, I see you put out a lot of basketball stuff. You like, you like basketball or. I'm a huge basketball guy. Uh, played, I played college. I played a little semi-pro. So I've always been big in, I'm always been big in basketball. You come to my house, you're going to see Kobe Bryant, everything. So <laughs> <laughs> huge bass, huge basketball, but. I was, when I played football, I played football from till I was about a senior in high school. I didn't play in college. Um, I was a quarterback. Mm. So um, <laughs> I don't know how to play on the professional level, but I know like what it takes to kind of be one at least. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Well, Trout, thank you again for, uh, for coming on and giving us uh, the picks uh, for this weekend. I'm excited to, uh, to kind of gamble and win some money and hopefully we take this house down. Right. I'm excited. I'm excited too, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Guys, thanks for watching. We will see you next time. Lost in the Shuffle.